We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I have Kara Snyder on the show today, and she's a Christian communicator, delivering the hope of God through speaking, writing, worship, and life coaching. She is the author of Anxiety Elephants, 31-Day Devotional, and Anxiety Elephants for Tween Boys and Girls, 90-Day Devotional. Her passion is to convey the importance of faith and mental health to all generations And it's evident as she shares her own experience of overcoming anxiety and depression. Karis wants everyone to find freedom to go after their purpose and calling because no one else can accomplish what God has created them to do. Thank you for being on the show, Karis. Yeah, thanks for having me today. Well, please start by telling us a little about about yourself. Sure. So I am a Christian communicator. I'm a speaker and an author. But a little bit of my background is I graduated from the University of Alabama with a child development degree. So I've always loved to work with children of all ages. It's just been a part of my life. I feel like since I was in high school, I just knew that that God had that in, in my calling, in my purpose. But I live in the state of Alabama. So if anyone hears that Southern twang, twang in my voice, that's exactly why. And my husband and I have been married 18 years and we have two daughters have a newly 13-year-old, so we've entered the world of teenager, and I have a nine-year-old daughter as well, and we love our mini golden doodle. Uh, his name is Cooper Hash Brown. My kids named him Hash Brown because he's literally the color of tater tots, um, <laughs> but that's where his name came from, but I've just been very thankful that God's allowed me to just share from my own experience of overcoming anxiety and depression to help adults and our young children, our kids, just to see that, that there is hope and that they're not alone and just to see the love that God has for them. And in today's society, what we're going through, what we're seeing, there are so many people suffering from anxiety and depression and the news, everything is just horrific out there. So I'm so happy you wrote these. And can you tell us about your books, Anxiety Elephants for Tween Girls and Anxiety Elephants for Tween Boys? Absolutely. So this idea to write these these books for our tweens actually came from my own daughters. After I had released the adult version of Anxiety Elephants, and I was speaking in the schools, just really working and helping kids work on those practical skills, my daughters asked me, they said, Mom, can you write a book like the one for adults with the words, we can understand? And God really caused me to pause and to think, you know, why are we waiting. We don't have to wait to teach our kids how to respond to anxious thoughts, anxious feelings. Let's go ahead and equip them and empower them right now with these biblical truths, these biblical coping skills with how to respond. And then how much further along are they going to be? Because we know, like you said, it's hard right now, not just for us as adults to wrap our brains around what's going on, but it's affecting our kids as well. And so we know the enemy's after them. So let's combat that and give them the the weapons that they need to be able to stand on firm foundation. You know, children are experiencing anxiety younger and younger too. They are. And and they're feeling these symptoms. You know, when I was writing the book, I asked parents, you know, ask your kids when they feel that anxiousness inside, 
see what they feel. And they all came back, boys and girls, you know, headaches, tummy aches. They felt like they, they couldn't really sleep good at night or their heart was racing or it was hard for them to breathe. And, and many of them, boys and girls, said, you know, that they would feel like they needed to just cry for no reason, like this outburst of emotions or that they just felt really angry and like they needed to, to yell or to, or to hit something. And it was interesting for the parents because they came back and they said, I didn't know this is why they were feeling the things they were feeling. So it did allow for some conversations there. And it just, it allowed us to see that these different symptoms are not them just complaining. There's really some more things going on inside of them. Did you find that there was any common thread, like one main area of angst for tweens at this time? For them, I think what was we, what I found is that it was just the the constant unknown. Their their routines were taken away from them, going to school, going to activities, and so they just didn't know. You know, when they got up one day, would they be virtual school, for example, or would they be in regular classrooms? And so I think having that un having that routine taken away from them and living in a constant unknown was really hard because you know our kids they thrive in that routine and knowing what to expect. And and from my research and just talking with them, I think that's what I found caused them the most feeling of of anxiousness. And seeing the adults in their lives agreeing and disagreeing on (laughs) stupid stuff, really. I mean, like masks, don't wear a mask and political things. And, you know, children are so tuned into what the parents say and do. And they do listen to the conversations, even though we think they don't. You're right. And they're, they're really good about when we can't see them, they're kind of sneaky at it, that they're listening to us. They're listening to how we model things, how we respond. So if we were to panic or overreact, you know, they're watching that. And uh, I think you're right. I love that point that you made, you know, they're watching those little things that, that don't really matter, but they see us making big deals about it. So now that it's become a big deal for them. And so just trying to process all of these things, goodness, I'm still trying to process it all. So just to know that our kids are, are having to live through that as well, um, my heart really just goes out to them. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you see anxiety affecting both boys and girls? Is there a difference between a boy and girl or they're, you know, the same? Yeah, I, and I love this question uh, because oftentimes our boys are forgotten. And this is just my opinion. We don't allow them to, to work through these emotions and these things, and we make it, it's a thing where it's just for girls. But what I found really in that research and just doing those symptoms is that they were both about the same and feeling those same things, except for some of the boys came back quite a bit with the outburst of emotion, the, on that angry side, just wanting to yell and the distraction, feeling distracted in school or distracted in sports. I did get that a little bit more from my boys, but otherwise they were pretty much the same. And what are some tools for parents that can help their kids navigate the tween years with this anxiety? And then tell us more about your books as well, please. Absolutely. So I would encourage parents, first of all, to know that that it's okay that you don't have all the answers. And that oftentimes really is helpful for our our tweens, our kids to see that we don't have all the answers because it lets them know that that's okay. So a couple of tools that parents can use is, is go ahead and begin to teach your, your kids how to look to God's word. What does God's word tell me about anxiety, fear, when I can't sleep at night? But then you're helping them to build their faith, to stand on their own faith in God where they don't have to just 
only use mom and dad's faith. They're going to have their own. And then I love that God has given us a couple of natural built-in tools to use when we feel anxious, you know, to teach our kids to pause and to take those good, deep breaths. You know, when our emotions feel like they're out of control and they're trying to take over everything to help them to see when they take those deep breaths, their thoughts become clearer and they can think more rationally. And then I love that he's also given us, you know, this tool of gratitude. When we are choosing to look at things differently and to find the good around us, things that we have to be thankful for, it's like this blocker, this natural anxiety blocker, because our brain can't do both. It can't be anxious and thankful at the same time. And kids are amazing at this. And if you just practice it with them, it's so fun to see how specific they can get and what they're grateful for. And if they practice that every day, their their perspective on each day is going to be different. And I also think helping our kids see the power of community, counseling, having that in their life, talking about what they're dealing with, that they don't have to hide it. They can talk to a community of believers, if it's a a minister or a, a Christian counselor, that those are good things to do. And then journaling. I love to journal. I love to write. I love to draw. And oftentimes our kids, their brains can get clogged up. Even for us as adults, there's a lot thrown at them. So if they can learn to write it out or just draw it out and really clear that space for their brains and really give them that margin to kind of think a little bit better. Those are some of the practical things that I have seen in working with children, working with my own kids, and even for myself that really help when that anxiety wants to attack. You know, little ones, you can, for drawing for little ones when they're anxious, I think they can put in a drawing what they're upset about and then they can talk about it better because they have something to show you, you know, tangibly. Hey mom, look, you know, I'm really upset because here's my picture. Here's what's bothering me. And you know, when, when we're under stress and anxiety, it's hard for us to think properly. Half of our brain shuts down. That's right. That's so good. And, And I love that you said this about kids drawing. Recently, my grandmother, she went on to heaven. She was 93 years old. She lived an amazing life. But my nine-year-old was really affected by this. And uh, she remembered that my grandmother loved redbirds, absolutely loved redbirds. And uh, we called my grandmother Lala. That's what we just all called her. And so for about two or three days after my grandmother had gone on home to heaven, she would draw redbirds and she wrote on them Lala birds. And that was really helping me to see how she was processing and how she was going through it. But that was a, just a sweet reminder to, for me to understand she couldn't really put into words what, how she was feeling. But those pictures, those visual pictures really helped her to go through what she needed to go through. So I love that. I love that kids, even if they may not have all the vocabulary, they can draw it and they can express themselves in that way. That is wonderful because children need a tool to, to express themselves and drawing is great for young children. Could, would you like to share some more about your two books? Anything else you'd like to add? Yes. So when I began speaking several years ago, sharing my story, I would tell people that anxiety for me felt like a heavy weight on my chest, like an elephant sitting on my chest. So those who had never really dealt with anxiety, it gave them that visual to see how heavy anxiety really feels. And then for those who were struggling with anxiety, it kind of validated for them. Yes, this is why it feels so heavy for me. And so that's kind of where that 
title, that idea came from to really just give people a good visual aid of how big and how heavy anxiety can feel. So the tween books, I love that we did a cover for boys and a cover for girls. And we did that because sometimes our boys can get left out, you know, for devotionals. And we wanted them to know this is for you as well. It's for eight to 12 year olds. The good news is the content is exactly the same. So if you are a family and you have sons and you have daughters, you can go through it together. The days are written to the tweens. So if they want to do some of the days by themselves, they can. So it's written in words they can understand. And they're, they're very simple. There's a scripture focus for each day. And then we kind of dive into that scripture and the text. And I share some stories from my childhood. And then at the end, there are action steps for them to take, but we call them stomp steps. Just to, again, another visual and a, a prayer and a journaling page each day so they can write or draw anything that God may have revealed to them. Karis, I love the books. I think they're great. We don't have a lot for tweens or younger children. So I'm so glad that you wrote these books for Anxiety for Our Tweens. It's a 90-day devotional. It's called Anxiety Elephant for Tween Girls and Anxiety Elephant for Tween Boys. And thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've loved talking with you today. And, and this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.